0: Hi, I'm Jesse.
1: And I'm putting on ChapStick.
0: I'm also not Jesse. (laughs) There's the (laughs) (laughs) B-roll. Actually, probably. Shane and I'm Jesse, and we're their two dads. And this is a podcast, it is a podcast. Well done, Jesse! Thank you. You are so good at podcasting, you are so good at getting podcasting out like are done on time. So are you, yeah? We're just great at this, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I think our new official schedule for the podcast is gonna be, uh, it gets done when it gets done. Um, yeah, we're kind of busy. We it turns out trying to become a foster parent is kind of hard work and um i have to say i'm impressed by the people who are going through our map class that have children at home who are going through this now granted i think on some level their house might already be a little bit more maybe inviting to children because i don't know they haven't just lived by themselves as just two people for so long that they're weird things that they're holding on to for some reason instead of throwing out like a normal human being would that have spread into every room of the house and are sitting on every horizontal surface there is. We need help, listeners.
1: Or they've just already shoved it into their attics.
0: You know, I would love to shove more stuff into our attic, but it's full. So... (laughs) Pretty close. (laughs) Um...
1: And then where would the Christmas stuff go? Think of Christmas. Think of Christmas.
0: We should think of Christmas. We have a lot to think about for Christmas. Mm-hmm. All right, Jesse. So to get stuff started this week, do we have any corrections? I'm hoping the answer is no.
1: Well, sadly, apparently a lot of people were confused about the sound at the end of the theme song from last week.
0: Wait, you mean the wolf? Yeah. They... Come on, guys. That was a wolf. Yeah. Seriously. It's... Oh! It's it's October. It's Halloween. We talked in the episode about how Halloween is one of our huge family traditions, and you, you can't get that it's a wolf.
1: I guess our five listeners don't really have a lot of reading, comp- or listening, comprehension.
0: You know, I should also probably stop victim-blaming our six listeners, because we determined right. your brother and sister-in-law both listen.
1: Yeah, and we couldn't figure out whether to count them as one or not, so... It depends on how the statistics work out on this. I don't know. Statistics. <sighs> Give me calculus.
0: <laughs> we know it's actually seven listeners because uh, one of our listeners, who is a dear, dear friend of ours that goes back from uh, just about 10 years now, um, yeah. heard our podcast, who I didn't know she was even listening to our podcast. And she gave us a, uh, a great um, lead on a book to read, actually, about uh, foster kids coming into the house. And I'm, I'm actually, uh, I've got that one on order on Amazon now. It's coming in. Um, we actually have another friend of ours, uh, who, um, her son actually, um, well, I guess not her son. Uh, one of the administrators at her son's school has, uh, a couple of books that they want to suggest that we read. So I'm looking at putting those onto our reading list. And then, um, I also know that, uh, uh one of the families in our map class suggested two books. Um, one is, uh, three little words which is a memoir by Ashley Rhodes Quart- uh, Coulter I guess Coulter Quarter I I can't read my handwriting that scribbled down I'm sorry about that one the other one is another place at the table by Kathy Harrison um apparently they are are a little bit of tear jerkers so I'm kind of having to steal myself before reading those um but I I it's funny because I think for me i try not to go into a situation unless i've i've researched it kind of ad nauseum and i'm always looking for books on things like like before we go buy a car i'll buy a book on how to buy a car and read through the book and kind of cross-reference it against other (laughs) sources online so i i i'm looking forward to in the downtime between when our our license is submitted um and when it actually comes back in that will uh I'll I'll have read enough to make me an expert on everything. Because reading is the only thing that it takes to become an expert on anything, especially children. And um, I'm pretty sure that if you are a parent, you know that the true experts on parenting are those who have never had children.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> our joke now is that uh, now that we've been trained, we can no longer be experts on raising children because we at least have some... Well, not experience, but expertise in the area. So we can't be experts anymore.
0: Right. Um, I wouldn't even really call what we have expertise. I think we were very well trained to Mm -hmm. deal with the situations that our licensing agency could think of that we would be Mm -hmm. thrown at or would have thrown at us. But I... My understanding of parenthood is you just kind of sit around in a panic for 18, 20 years until um, they leave your house. And then your panic becomes a sort of existential dread.
1: See, I see it kind of like being a lifeguard sitting on a stand who's never had to go in and save anyone before. You think you could do it if you really had to, but <laughs> maybe you're not sure because you haven't gotten wet yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they i i have to say jesse kind of Jesse was a lifeguard for many years and he he throws a lot of life uh wisdom and experience <laughs> he, throwing just that that lifeguard metaphor real heavy on there sometimes I've seen some stuff <laughs> as one does at a a city pool
1: a municipal well is it municipal if it's a college pool
0: no that, that's a university home, but you did well, like yeah municipal halls yeah, too but i
1: mean i wasn't trying i was trying not to um whatever anyway anyhow uh
0: <laughs> so um another embarrassing point to to bring up i think most of the people who went through map class with us are a lot further ahead than we are with mm-hmm. everything um mm-hmm. Uh, just today actually we just purchased the beds that we need for our licensing yeah um and it it's a little uh it's a little bit nerve-wracking to kind of think of how far behind we are i mean granted we still aren't done with our classes while the rest of them are because we have to make up some
1: from having to leave
0: right um family emergencies did kind of um delay it and they didn't kind of delay us they actually they they did delay us quite a bit um so we're still playing catch up on that there's still a couple of forms that we have to get turned in
1: fire inspection
0: fire inspection has to be done although uh when we talk about what we did this week which i guess we're kind of doing now we'll get into what we had to do for that um even though we touched on that last week but um we mentioned last time that uh very close friends of ours uh, gave us, uh, you know what, I'm just going to, I know we're doing anonymity here, but special shout out to Sarah and Joseph and their yeah. sons, Liam and Leaf, uh, who, I mean, every every step of the way, uh, these guys have been there offering what they can. And I, I don't mean to say that our other friends haven't, because no, they, no. they for certain have. Um, But for whatever reason, we've taken Sarah and Joseph up on their offers to help a lot. Um, And uh, we actually, um, they gave us uh, one of their old twin beds and um, a chest of drawers that uh, they no longer have need for. So we've had that for a week or two now. And then we went to, um, one of the couples in our class recommended this really cool consignment shop, um, downtown Raleigh um to go look for beds and we went there and (laughs) i have to say it is a really cool consignment shop for furniture they have a bunch of uh antique stuff um it's all antique they've got well i don't think it's all antique some of it i guess more retro than antique but it's um it's all like in really good condition you're Um, not gonna
1: find any broken stuff from ikea
0: there no um it's all like it's it's all real wood uh Mm -hmm. and And we were really hoping that we could find something there, but they're in the middle of moving and they're selling through their inventory right now. So we actually ended up, uh, we asked if they had twin beds and the guy looked at us and was like, "Uh, no, but you're welcome to look around. So we looked around and we found this really nice roll top desk that we have no need for because we already have too much stuff in the house. And we found this really awesome corner desk mm-hmm. that maybe if we had like an executive office someplace, we would oh, definitely would put hurt. in there. I think we'd also need like $7,000 for the desk. Yeah. <laughs> um, well,
1: he did say it's half off. So only 3500
0: Yeah. And he actually even said he said oh, it's no. half off, but we could also just make him an offer, uh, which I feel like. They're they're getting pretty close to their moving time, so they probably would have really uh, taken pretty much most offers. Oh, um, uh,
1: they didn't have frames, but they did have one headboard and one footboard and twin.
0: But they didn't match.
1: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and we're you know we don't want to overwhelm children by having these magnificently appointed rooms for them to stay in. Like, welcome, you've been through everything terrible that could happen in your life here have this like chaise lounge covered in calf skin like no no (laughs) but at the same time we'd like furniture that matches
0: we do and maybe something that's less esoteric yeah um so uh we stopped in at big lots because um we were out to dinner with uh friends and someone said well have you checked big lots and we're like uh no (laughs)
1: Uh, (laughs) why have we not checked big lots
0: uh well i i don't typically think of furniture when i think of big lots because like we were we were actually planning on going down uh to charlotte to ikea um which if you've ever like if you watch 30 rock at all (laughs) um liz and chris when they go to 30 rock is actually kind of yeah or yeah sorry uh liz and chris when they go to ikea is kind of similar to us down to jesse even putting salt and pepper shakers in his pocket and carrying around mm-hmm. i i had to get so mad at him when we go into stores because he refuses to get like baskets or carts or anything and we'll put stuff in his pockets to hold on to until we get up to the cash register and i just know that somebody's gonna see him and think he's trying to shoplift and no
1: i just i have a hoodie pocket and the the thing of butter fits in there and it's soft when we get home because I do that.
0: So, listeners, if um if you think that what Jesse's doing by like <laughs> hiding things in his pockets until um, we get to the now, granted, not he hiding. has he has never once since I've been with him in ten years walked out of the store without paying for something that he kept in his pocket. So, we uh, went to Big Lots, and it turns out they had this. Like, okay, so I platform beds for forever because i don't want to have to spend money on box springs um i hate the platform bed that we're sleeping on because for whatever reason the platforms run long ways down the bed instead it's just of poorly designed and, and anytime like the dogs jump into the bed or something because they don't know to approach the bed like straight down
1: or if you sneeze in the middle of the
0: night. <laughs> a, th- we are constantly having to pull the mattress off the bed and rearrange them and i'm going to burn this bed to the ground one day but we don't when have
1: we can afford to get a new one we
0: don't have money to buy them because it turns out and this is i, I wrote down this note to mention on the podcast um, children are expensive even yeah. when you don't have them yet they are expensive
1: big lots furniture y'all and
0: it it was not cheap it wasn't but it wasn't well as ex- it was it was inexpensive it was it was but... inexpensive compared to a lot of the other places that we were looking i mean yeah. if we would have gone to rooms to go and oh, gotten God. that um x-wing bed then that would have only cost us like $1400 for the frame but or
1: even like just the simple bunk beds were like $500
0: yeah and the the bunk beds at big lots were like 200 now I have to say, you know, we're not sponsored by Big Lots or anything. Though if you'd like to send us money. Yes. Um, it, it it turns out Katie Couric uh, was not okay with sponsoring our podcast, I'm guessing. Um, or at least maybe she's just too big time and doesn't even know that we exist. But um,
1: Well, if one of our seven, seven, seven listeners, seven listeners. Uh-huh. has uh, access to Katie Couric, we are still interested in a sponsorship. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we are also now pursuing Big Lots.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, big lots their slogan goes here yes <laughs> what is their slogan i don't know i don't think they have I... one <laughs> um so we got the furniture um and again uh sarah and joseph let us use their minivan to haul all the stuff home uh and like i feel bad because this is sarah's birthday weekend and yet she still took the time out to help us yeah um, thank you sarah and and that's kind of also one of the things i wanted to talk about today the yeah the the outpouring of support that we've been getting like not even having children in the home yet but Mm -hmm. just mentioning that we're doing foster care um and adoption we met a lady at um a birthday party this past weekend and this lady had no idea who we were or what we were doing
1: Just that we knew the birthday girl.
0: Right. We... She found out that we are uh, very close to completing the licensing process for foster care. And she sought us out. And she said, you know, hi, my name is so-and-so. I don't know what you have or what you don't have, but... And then she just started listing things that she had in her house that she's like, I can give these to you. Just just, uh, get in touch with me. Here's my phone number. If you need anything that's on this list at all, give me a call. I can find it. Or if you need something that's not on this list, let me know. I can let my church group know and we can find some way to get this stuff to you. And it's like... And it
1: doesn't even come across as like, I need to get rid of a bunch of stuff. <laughs> and hey, you should take it because you need it. And then I won't have it. It's like genuine here. How can I help?
0: It's it's kind of incredible, actually. Yeah. Um,
1: Though it is interesting that they all assume we're going to need baby stuff. Like, it's, it's never, you know, I have my son's 8th grade clothes that he doesn't fit any, into anymore because he's in 10th grade. It's, you know, I have car seats. I have pack-and-plays. I have cribs which i just find interesting
0: Uh, yeah it's an interesting observation Mm. i think and i think that's just because traditionally when when a child comes into the home it's Mm -hmm. by birth and um
1: so we just usually have to explain well we we might we might get a 16 year old
0: and and coming at this from the lgbt perspective too it's interesting that a lot of the people that a lot of these people that we don't really know who have been coming out of the woodwork to help us out um, have all, you know, they, they've all pretty much mentioned their, their church groups and Mm -hmm. that they, they, they can, they can get in touch with their church groups, with their, their prayer circles, with, Mm -hmm. with these organizations of faith. Um, And I think that politics aside, It comes down to everyone understands that these children need a home Mm -hmm. and that if you're able to put a roof over their head and give them love and support and and help them transition, you know, either into this new life or to help them find a sense of normality while their home is is rebuilt and and Mm -hmm. their parents Um, work through right they work through what they need to get done it it, it's kind of impressive to me because honestly when we went into this I was quite concerned that especially living here in in North Carolina where there is such um, the the church permeates so much of life here in North Carolina I, I was honestly afraid that When we first would start mentioning it to people, that people would be taken aback, but the response has been overwhelmingly positive. I've not heard a single person that we've talked to, um, even in some um, acquaintances and distant relatives that we know that that Mm -hmm. we have told, nobody bats an eye everybody is like super excited and
1: it seems to be that like everyone seems to think you know rightly so that it doesn't matter who you're going to it's better than going to a group home or staying in limbo in the system or or, any of those other
0: options or being in a dangerous situation at home yeah um i do think also um a lot of the people that we have talked to though um, I'm almost kind of tired, honestly, and I'd like to hear some other foster parents talk about this, too. I'm almost tired of when we, we talk about getting older children, getting that, oh, well, you know, foster kids of that age are going to be very difficult. Yeah, And yeah. I, I just want to look at them and say, I, I'm sorry, any 13-year-old is going to be very difficult. I remember what it was like to be 13, mm-hmm. and if I had to put up with myself when I was 13, I would have strangled myself.
1: And to be fair, this is something we've had to get over too, but like every you mentioned foster kids and everyone just assumes troublemakers, they're gonna break your stuff, they're gonna steal your car, they're gonna light things on fire, they're gonna end up in jail because they're just so terrible. And it's like, no, that's that's a, a generalization, it's reductionism, it's a stereotype. It's not true of all these kids.
0: The a huge majority of these kids are in the system just because their parents made a mistake Mm -hmm. and their parents it's their parents need time to get their life back in order without having to worry about their children in the process Mm -hmm. and they come into the system they go with the family the family loves them supports them builds a relationship with the birth family um again this comes back to that co-parenting thing and i i cannot tell you how uncomfortable with the idea of co-parenting I was when we started this process, and now I actually kind of look forward to it.
1: Yeah, I hope whoever's children live with us for a while that they understand we just want what's best for their children and that we don't intend to uh, take over the role of parent and never give the kids back. We want to genuinely do what's best for those children.
0: All right, so... um... Jesse is actually kind of in charge of our fire safety and Uh. inspection stuff. He's our, he's our, uh, our fire safety officer here in our house, and um, he actually worked this past weekend on getting our house uh, up to standard for the fire marshal's inspection. Mm -hmm. So, tell us about that. Like, what is it? What do you have to go through in order to get your house? Ready for a fire inspection?
1: Well, first off, being a head of fire safety, um, I'm still trying to figure out where we're going to put our pole so that we can slide down it.
0: We get a pole? We
1: get a fire pole? Well, I get a fire pole because I'm the fire safety. Can I person?
0: I don't get to go down the pole.
1: Well, I mean, if you you know can get on the insurance for the firemen stuff, yeah, I guess. (sighs) Okay, all joking aside. um, (laughs) So. The two big things were getting the fire extinguisher mounted and... Because we did have one. We did have one, yes. Um, We did have the correct kind. It has to be A, B, C. Um, Which we had gotten, but we had not mounted because when we started, we only had the white one that's only for grease fires. Um, So Shane actually got the anchors mounted in the wall for that, and we got that up today. As well as changing out the deadbolt on the back door, Um, it turns out that even if it's a glass door, all deadbolts on the inside have to have a thumb latch. Which, I don't know the name of that. Single barrel, I think. Uh, But we had a double barrel key on both sides, and so that got switched out.
0: This is when we were arguing last week about whether it was double barrel or double cylinder. Yeah, because
1: it's actually cylinder. And
0: then you called me a pedant. Yes. Even though I was right.
1: Well, I mean just because you're a pedant doesn't mean you're wrong
0: so i was right then
1: you weren't wrong i'll take it so it turns out we did a little research because we wanted to make sure we had the correct key and i did not know this but when you buy a deadbolt uh at lowe's home depot wherever they'll rekey it for you right there in the store so <laughs> that,
0: that was really helpful that was very helpful i um, did
1: not want to have to take apart a lock
0: Although uh, he was already watching YouTube videos to try to figure out how to set the tumblers in case he did have to do it. And and honestly, Jesse's one of those people that he could watch any YouTube video like three times and then be an expert on what they're talking about.
1: Well, think I'm an expert.
0: You get the job done.
1: Yeah, there might be a lot of cussing and four trips to Lowe's or Home Depot to fix what I broke, but...
0: I feel so sorry for any children that are coming into our house because they're going to be exposed to so much swearing. Like, yeah. we are...
1: We have potty nails. Uh,
0: we're, and we're doing so much to try to kind of... Curtail it. To curtail it. And I I think it's one of those things that, that every day we're just going to have to put a pillow over our face and shout a few swear words into it to like make sure that we get it out of our system before we put the on kids a film. We... be
1: like, "Where's Daddy Shane?" Oh, he's just swearing obscenities into the pillow. Don't don't worry about that. Let's go play with Legos. <laughs> Legos, please sponsor us. Oh, Le- that would be a great sponsor. I know, right? Ah. Yes.
0: Yeah. All right, we'll
1: contact them about All that. Right. Um, yeah, so the it turns out that was really easy to do. I've never done a deadbolt before. Did not have to rekey it. Thank God. Um because I would so here's the fun part of the video I was watching. The guy was talking about <laughs> it and how if you didn't have
0: I'm sorry, listeners. the
1: key in the right place and the thing in the cylinder or whatever the tumblers which are of course spring loaded would just go bring and they were gone. What was that noise? Bring backwards. Ring. And uh that's just no good for anyone. Um so Yeah, I did not want to have to do that myself. The guy at wherever we got it, I forget which one of the two it was, rekeyed it for us, and it turns out there's just two screws. And you take the deadbolt off, and then you undo two more screws and take the bolt out, and then you just put the new one in. It was by far the easiest thing I've ever done on this house.
0: (laughs) At the end of it, he shouted, what did I break? And I honestly thought something was wrong. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, well, I'm done. And it couldn't have been that easy. What did I break?
1: And it works. (laughs) But it can't work. Uh, Uh,
0: While he was doing that, I walked outside to the backyard, which has been neglected while we've been working on everything. And discovered that the marigolds had just taken over part of the yard. Like a legitimate portion of the yard. um, Which I'm okay with because I love marigolds. We're off topic
1: it's not like the passion vine that's growing into the backyard god help the next people that own this house uh
0: we accidentally turned a passion vine loose in the backyard we planted it in the ground and that is
1: not a native species it's
0: it's kind of everywhere um but that'll be for an episode an upcoming episode of our gardening podcast that we haven't started yet and probably won't
1: oh or um we could do an entire episode on creative punishments for foster children
0: Not punishments, consequences.
1: Consequences for foster children. See,
0: we're still trying to get our lingo right. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And it can't be manual labor, so we just might have to go garden for the entire day as a family in the hot sun.
0: Which I'm kind of okay with because I love gardening. Oh, yeah, I'll love it. It won't be a punishment (laughs) for us. Consequence, not punishment.
1: Consequence
0: for us. Right. This is going to be fun, guys. I know. I'm really excited that you're here listening with us. Yeah. Um,
1: what else did we do this week we did some other things i'm pretty
0: sure we got some paperwork we got a right. little bit of we paperwork got, taken care of we got
1: the last major bit of the paperwork sent in um except for our diplomas and driver's licenses we've got everything sent in
0: um so i accidentally <laughs> sent two copies of our marriage certificate instead of one of them was supposed to be the driver's license um, um, Oh, happen. yeah uh but like so essentially anything that you claim In the application process, you have to be able to back up Mm -hmm. my paperwork. So, you know, I claimed that I graduated high school. So I now have to submit my high school diploma. And uh, we claim that we're married. So we have to show our marriage certificate. And uh, we made a frightful discovery. Uh, If you go into the firebox on a humid day and then shut the firebox on that humid day and then don't air out the firebox for the next year... Stuff everything gets moldy. Gets
1: so fuzzy.
0: Um, so we're in the process of researching how to get mold off of passports so that we don't have to get everything done. Especially like, I'm really proud of my visas stamped into my passport, and I would hate to have to get a new passport know, because, right? yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so if anyone knows how to get mold out of a
1: passport without making it look like it's been tampered with, because that's even worse go to facebook.com slash their two dads that's t-h-e-i-r E-I-R, the number, number two. two dads And uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe the podcast um, all over the place as well. We're hoping next week
0: to have eight listeners. and that would be great. Now, I would like to point out before people actually go out and start learning, like, researching and stuff. We have researched. We found what we we need. Um, We're in the process of, right now, all of the paperwork that's in there, which includes our mortgage and (laughs) our insurance binders and... Our copy of the deed. Well, not... uh, mm,
1: our copy of whatever that piece of paper is then stuff like, with the mortgage yeah
0: yeah 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 um so we don't have the deed to the house mm. yet because we haven't paid off the house yet mm. and if we have that would just be
1: fantastic yeah but it's uh, got uh a...
0: like a spare keys to the cars and stuff. oh like god that. yeah that got but, so moldy that's um bad. it's oh, oh. But so we are uh, gonna
1: put some silica or some kind of desiccant in that's a good word it's a great word yeah. Um, in with the firebox now so that no matter when we open it and when we shut it the moisture gets pulled out of the air inside. we're also
0: apparently supposed to open it for a couple hours every month to let the gases oh, exchange
1: yeah we have
0: not, we have done, not that. done that no right. well I think that's about all I've got for this week um that's about all I've God, don't forget to tell your friends. Uh, yeah, um, we're going to do a big uh, push for listeners. Mm-hmm. Let's get up to eight. Yep. Yep uh and
1: uh also leave us some feedback if there's anything you particularly want to hear about uh you can either go to facebook or send us an email at there two dad their two dads at com. Mm-hmm. Um, it
0: turns out facebook actually has a uh an email link if you go to our page oh i forgot to put that, that on there send an email you yeah. can click right there um and uh, the really we're we're looking to hear from you like like i said um what do you the, want to hear about there's uh the two people i hear from most are um the the one friend uh who lives out in durham who uh sends words of encouragement and uh the book re- uh, suggestions and everything <laughs> and and i'm super thankful for that the other uh listener that i know for certain is a coworker who works three desks down from me um <laughs> uh and uh that's that's about it. Um, yeah. but, um, uh, w- uh ooh, let's, uh, we've got a couple of things coming up actually in the podcast. Oh yeah. Um, we are going to record, uh, some interviews actually with, mm-hmm. uh, parents of different parents uh we've got some foster parents we've got some adoptive parents we have non-traditional families um we actually are looking to interview a couple of folks from our um the map class the licensing class so if any of you are Um,
1: listening and would like to participate just let us know
0: let us know uh And we're really excited to kind of talk about this. I mean, Mm -hmm. I when we first started this podcast, like I said, you know, we were coming at it from an LGBT viewpoint, but it turns out at least up to this point, there's not really been a difference between LGBT, uh, the LGBT view of the process and not um yep. if uh there are lgbt foster adoptive parents who are listening to this give us your feedback let us know uh was the beginning of the process similar for you D- was the end of the process like did you run into anything like let, let us know we're, we're trying to get some community involvement mm-hmm. uh so we have this interviews coming up um we are also in the process uh it'll probably be after the office moves downstairs uh we are going to do a live stream um of our podcast, so you'll get to see us recording live. Um, before
1: these, it's edited, too. Before
0: it's even edited, so I, I will warn you for that. Uh, I think the we go for... Our goal for each episode is between 30 and 45 minutes. Um, as I'm recording this, I, I know we've talked for a long time, but I know we've also got some cuts and stuff. Where are we, Jesse?
1: 55 minutes and 11 seconds. Yeah, so... And that'll probably end up being... A 30 to 40 minute episode yeah
0: we we actually we managed to stay on topic pretty well this time
1: yeah and we have a lot of that opening yeah stuff banter stuff that usually gets cut out that was like 15 minutes i think <laughs> so i i
0: think that'll be interesting coming up um and uh we're gonna we're gonna do a big uh, kind of foot, uh, facebook push for that to try mm-hmm. to get people to um we're trying to get family and friends uh to get in and interact with us because we will um have an act or interactive experience set up for that so uh, yep. questions can be asked uh, and answered hopefully. Um, and
1: uh, if there's any particular formats of episodes people want to hear let us know that too. Yeah.
0: Did you like the Day in the Life episode? Do you, Do you want
1: more of that? Because that was easy. That was
0: super easy. Um, we are also going to cheat and have a couple of different people just kind of host episodes talking about some topics um, and honestly we're having those uh, put up Mainly because we know as we come to the end of the licensing process, there are probably going to be a a couple of weeks where Mm -hmm. we're not going to have time to record. Like Either the office will have been disassembled and moved, or we'll just have had a placement and we can't really uh, break away from the hecticness to Welcome to our
1: home, kids. We're going to go sit in the other room. We need you to be really quiet. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so like an hour we're gonna have some of those episodes uh kind of recorded and ready to go uh just so we can make sure to keep some semblance i know we joked earlier saying that there's not a schedule for this but there really is a schedule
1: we just can't really
0: hit it blindly. we're we're trying it's one of those things we're trying for yeah. um listening to cgp Cray's podcast about workflow and everything has just like completely embarrassed me <laughs>
1: We're not that organized. Uh,
0: we didn't even get to talk about going camping with our foster friend. Uh, we'll talk about that next week.
1: If we remember. We'll remember. We'll make a note. Okay. All right. All right. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Have a good
0: something. Yeah. Um. I'd say good night and good luck, but that's Walter Cronkite's thing. Yeah.
1: And if um, I don't see you, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And... That was a sad movie.
0: Was it? Truman Show? That wasn't Truman
1: Show. That was Truman Show. No. Yeah, because he said it as he walked through the door. (gasps) Oh my gosh.
0: End of episode. Their Two Dads is hosted by Jesse and Shane, produced by Jesse, creative direction by Shane. Special thanks this week goes out to all the random strangers that we have encountered and shown us nothing but love and support and excitement and who have offered everything out of their house, including the shirts off their back. You guys are awesome. And thanks also to Sarah and Joseph, who took time out from Sarah's birthday weekend to continue to help us try to get our lives in order.